0: Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Episode 50. Holy crap, we've almost been doing this for a full year. Um, so, shout out to all the people that continually listen to us and those that just check in on us here and there. Thanks. It's awesome. I didn't Seriously. Think that, I don't think Kevin and I ever imagined that we'd be this far along um, doing I'm this.
1: pretty sure Merit would have got rid of me by episode 30. And now... We're at episode 50. I know. We, so, we haven't
0: killed each other. Exactly. We've
1: gone on, we've gone on a trip together. You yeah. Know. Wow. And now we have more segments that we're planning for the podcast this year. <laughs> oh, so stay God. tuned for that. Andrew mm-hmm. is hopefully finishing up one and we'll hopefully have it released by this Sunday. Uh, But so, we'll we shall see.
0: So, Andrew, when you listen to this tomorrow, as you're editing it,
1: Kevin would like his video posted. I'd like to watch this video. <laughs> I think it would be. I think my video would be solid content, hopefully. Um, I think so. I got my parents to participate in it. They're friends. I ex- uh, I have a couple of my friends who I interviewed, and uh big thank you to those, again, that interviewed and let me interview them, my friends. Emily and her sister Kayla, uh, Megan, and Kayla, you guys are amazing. They let my parents, they were the ones that let my parents have tacos. That's the photo that you see my parents oh, just like, sitting down and eating. That's so amazing. Tacos. And of course, the one and only the amazing Leland Reed for letting me come through his tailgate as well. Oh, you've got to uh, go
0: through a Leland Reed tailgate. I don't know. If, when I go in November, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to a Leland Reed tailgate because I'm going to be
1: in the blue lot. True. But yeah, I mean, I it all depends carry. on where you start because Leland... Normally is by the Coliseum, so if you want to walk there first, or if you're, cause it, cause that's the thing is, so that I parked in the Gold Lot, so I walked to Leland first, then afterwards went with got my parents because they took a nap in the car, at the Gold Lot. Which the Gold Lot, I'll be honest, if you're like, if, we're, if I'm gonna come back again, I would not mind tailgating in the Gold Lot, cause that was super nice where you can.
0: Gold Lot and Light Blue Lot are really good for like people that are our age that aren't trying to get rowdy. And I was listening to 304 Podcast. They were talking about um, the Kansas game and how they were out and about and everything uh, afterwards. And he's like, "It's it sucks. They're like, probably upwards until about three years ago, it was fun tailgating there. Now it sucks. And I see the the Blue Lot? Yeah. And they're like, because, they go, people just walk up. You don't offer them food. They just walk up and grab food, grab drinks. That's They're, fucked up. Like, at least when we were in college, like, if we were walking by, someone would offer, hey, would you guys like some food? We have a lot of extra. We'd like a beer, blah, blah, blah. Sure, thank you. Like, apparently these kids nowadays are just, like, going in and taking stuff. And you, you have you, you've seen the pictures afterwards,
1: the cleanup that these guys have to go through. It it's disgusting. I did not know that people really have the audacity to just go up to a person's like tailgate and just take their food without asking. I've like that... never in my wildest of dreams have ever 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 thought about ever doing that. Because no I way. think honestly, you're a stranger. That's weird. You don't just go to somebody else's thing. Like you know, our, my parents have taught me manners. I'm sure yours have too. Like oh yeah. You go to unless you're invited, you don't yeah, touch unless, anybody's stuff. Like, unless
0: someone at, invites you over, you don't partake. Or if you know somebody at that tailgate, that you don't know the person running it, you go see your friend. They introduce you. Then it's okay, but you don't walk up and just grab stuff. But yeah, also that's awkward you, as hell. Have you seen the pictures of when when people leave the blue lot? Like what? How in shambles it is.
1: I mean, I believe it because it's just oh. like people just leave their stuff there. Dude, they got to it looks they gotta have so a plan bad. for like trash.
0: It looks so bad. And they're like, this wasn't that bad a couple years ago. People like took care of it. Now it's just bad. I'm like, okay, well, we'll see how it goes, but we'll digress. We will get off our pedestals here of using your manners
1: yeah. <laughs> um, or just not
0: being old or yeah. Or just being the old farts in the room. Um, and we're going to jump into some fun sports updates. Um, We're going to kick it off with some West Virginia stuff. First, hands off, clap off to our alumni who were inducted into the WV Hall of Fame. I can't remember all of them. I do apologize. I know we had a soccer player, a uh, distance runner, and a few other people get inducted as well. But the big names, Stedman Bailey, Tavon Austin, Geno Smith, and Kevin Jones. Out of those four, one of them was there. Because one is playing, Kevin Jones is playing professional basketball in Japan. Uh, Gino, we all know, is the starting quarterback in Seattle. And he did not look good on Sunday. So maybe he should have gone to Morgantown. And then Tavon is on the Bills practice squad. And I don't know if he was called up or not to the game. But he he's not really available to travel on those weekends. So,
1: yeah, uh, but that's like super special for... More or less like people like in our age, because we were there during that time when mm-hmm. those guys, when you remember, see I remember the year after I graduated, you saw the little cover of them in like their Air Raid looking outfits with the sunglasses and the airline jacket uh, Sports,
0: yeah, Sports Illustrated.
1: Yeah, yep. I mean, you don't, like we grew up watching that, like Kevin Jones, super cool, hoping to get him on the pod, shout out to you, Kev. You're crushing in Japan, and to st- continuing to keep the West Virginia legacy alive with their Best Virginia uh, alumni team that competes in the TBT every year. Yeah. Um. He him getting inducted is super cool to just know that we were there during the time when he helped put honestly West Virginia on the map. Yeah. Nobody they, they... really knew about us until that time frame. Like, if you really think about when we were in school, man, we were in, in essentially the golden era of West Virginia sports, you know, Yeah, you had Pat white there, at least for me, when I started the pap- tail end of Pat white, and then moving on to Gino coming in with Tavon and Stedman would be a part of that highly talented recruiting class. We graduated with the orange bowl win with Dana first year as that full head coach, you have basketball Huggins in his may second, third year with the team, taking him to the final four with the B line guys. Yep. Knocking off that star-studded University of Kentucky team with John Wall and Marcus Cousins and continuing to see what the program has done and continue to still be a highly-touted program with a couple of bumps in the road like we've had. But, you know, we were truly a part of the golden era oh, of I'm, West Virginia sports.
0: 100% agree. I love, you know, listening to Stedman talk. And I loved his nod at, know it's emotional coming out of the tunnel and knowing not a player anymore and i'll never come out this tunnel unless i'm coaching he just like looked over and at like the athletic director and everybody like lions and all them, and he's like unless i'm coaching i'm like that'd be great he wants to be here he wants to be involved yeah let this man be involved because he wasn't a he was what the second Place guy for wide receiver of the year.
1: Yeah, for the Blitzen cough that year, he lost yeah. to Justin Blackman, which Ugh. I think is hilarious because of the fact that the years after you see who's like the winning the awards, and Stedman still had better numbers than some of those guys that were winning them. So Stedman has
0: better numbers up until I think two or three years ago for, than anyone else. Yeah, and his numbers. Out of any statistical year, beat anybody.
1: Yeah, I think the only one that beat him was the was Devonte Smith from Bama. He was like yeah. the one that had the better years. But I think I think one of the perceptions that we've had is that they have developed a culture at WVU where the alumni, or at least what it seems. I can't speak because I'm not obviously I'm not a student athlete, but it seems like that. They want that alumni to come back there. Yeah, I think they've definitely put that
0: in there. I think that's the best thing. I I love especially the basketball team. Huggins brings those guys back all the time. Like Flowers is playing with those guys. Um, Truck's been there. Everyone that
1: has pretty much been a huge part of that – uh, that era i don't know if you know they have an alumni locker room in that new practice do facility. they really that yeah. must be new that that wasn't there when we were in school they from what i understand when they built that practice facility huggins asked oh, for an alumni cool. locker room so his alumni can they can give themselves a professional place to practice and to hone their skills in the off season that's why you have guys like kevin had truck there stay in Alex Ruoff to all I know Carter goes
0: back every now and then and he's there
1: because they all they have an alumni locker room that they can just you know they can have their place to themselves and have a comfortable setting and still have the ability to use that practice facility which is like I don't know of any other school that does such a thing where they do that for their alumni
0: maybe your big schools like Kentucky Kansas Duke and UNC, maybe you like don't the- really
1: even hear about them even doing those type of things. It's norm. It's only our players that have been coming back.
0: Yeah, I see stuff because I I'm a big UNC basketball fan, so like I see them post stuff with like their alumni. They come back more in like the summer times and stuff, which yeah. is the same idea for us. But it's awesome. Uh, let's keep that train Great. rolling with you know happiness around West Virginia, not this Please. dark cloud that we've had for like three weeks. Um, We finally won a football game. Yes. Not much I mean, of a football game, but hey, guess what? We won a football game. 61 or 62 or something to 7.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, all, I'll take it. I was still very mad. Ashley got home, and she's like, why are you mad? I go, I wanted us to score 70. I'm so mad we didn't score 70. Like, we should have put this down their throat
1: even more. Yeah. Uh and- take what what are your takeaways from that game? Takeaways are defense still
0: looks shaky. Um, they're ah, uh, the defensive line looked a lot better. They they did look better, but it's hard to tell because you're going up against an FCS team, mm-hmm. and, and Towson is good in the FCS, but they're not. Anywhere near what we need to really judge this team. Um, Offense, phenomenal. Even putting in the backups against the starters in Towson, they couldn't stop us. Like, I love the fact that all four quarterbacks got to go in. I forgot we still had Crowder on the team. Yeah. Um, And he's a fresh, a redshirt freshman. Mm -hmm. Goose is a redshirt sophomore. Goose uh, is the same oh, as Crowder. Sorry, yeah. No, crap. What's the other kid? Garrett Green. Garrett, yeah. I always get that. I don't know how I screw that up. He's a redshirt sophomore. Mm-hmm. And then Nico is a true freshman. Yeah. I like Nico. Um, Green ran all over the place. He did good. Crowder had a good couple good throws. But Green, um, Nico, yeah. The touchdown throw he threw, very reminiscent of a certain quarterback to wide receiver in Texas throw. It was that close to the end line when he caught it. It was beautiful. So, I don't know. I'm excited. We have a game in two days um, against Virginia Tech. So, I think that will be a big what, what kind of team are we. Um, we need to win. A lot of people have been talking about if we don't win, then there's a very big rumor that Neil Brown might be gone after that game.
1: It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um. For me, takeaways from that game, I think one of the things they just need to do is just get a W, a number yeah. in the W column. I think they, they handled their business like they're supposed to. It wasn't a close game at all. They beat them handily. They may have had a mistake with the kickoff return. Oh, my God. First drive. So, you know, they assess those problems from there. couple of takeaways for me. Uh, I'm very curious what's going to happen with that secondary. It makes me a little nervous. There is rumors uh, that Woods could be back this season. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I just feel like I don't, I'm just really not hopeful in that because – if you're realistic, why would I risk my career from trying to go to the NFL to come back again unless maybe we are, like, really, really good with our record and go crazy and win, like, eight in a row? But, again, I don't want to knock on wood and jinx us. But, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see how the young guys play this Thursday with uh, if they're going to get some time against Virginia Tech for the Black Diamond Trophy. Uh, winner of this game will keep that trophy for a while. Yeah, um, it's going to be, what,
0: three years at least, I think.
1: Yeah. A couple other hot takes, in my opinion. Uh, I like all the quarterbacks. This is just me. And my only hot take, I would love if Garrett Green could switch positions. Oh, my God, if
0: he was a slot receiver.
1: Something. Running, running back. I don't care. I but just he- think there's got to be a way – to utilize him on the field, if he's not gonna be a quarterback, he's gotta do something else. Cause I think he is too he, unique of a player and unique of a weapon for him to just be sitting in the wings to not be doing anything. Like if he's he really better wants to be quarterback
0: than Smith, he is I I
1: he's hell a lot faster, but a lot of that oh. coaching staff. Loves Reese Smith. That's why they keep they, putting, giving him time. They like him a lot. They said one the of Neo Brown's. hands on the
0: team. And I'm like, are you sure? Because, you know, Prazer's got some pretty good hands. And uh Ford Wheaton is, what, the third, fourth best wide receiver right now in the country.
1: Yeah. So I think I would really love if they can suggest to him some sort of position change. Because I like Goose. I think he's got a great arm. And I listened to the Country Roads confidential podcast, and they brought up a really interesting point. They made it a point to just talk about Nico that like out there. they I think they see Nico being as one of the next guys up or or unless they're just trying to pad the pad the lope in a sense to like, Make him feel comfortable that he's still included, even though JT Daniels is the front man right now. I think, but
0: he is your next man up. Truly, I think.
1: I I think they see that too.
0: He looked, or or they
1: want him. They desperately want him to.
0: He looked. His first couple passes looked a little shaky because, of course, his first college game, and it's probably one of the only ones he's going to get into this year. But after he kind of calmed down. The offense was clicking. The running backs, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. All. Th- I don't know if Johnson got 100 yards rushing, but I know Mathis, Math- Mathis, Mathis did, and Donaldson and Donaldson both did. got 100. Yeah. They both had. Between the two of them, they had five touchdowns. Pretty amazing. Green had one. One Crowder had one. Dave, um, oh my gosh, Daniels had one, and then Nico threw one. So yeah yeah they', they I, went off,
1: yeah i I am I like I like danielson uh, I'm sorry Dan, Dan, Donaldson. Donaldson I think, pay I that think man. it's okay pay that, man, no, I get it. i but the thing is, who are you seeing that's like a six two running back that's just the workhorse back right now. I let's work him into it. I like the fifty fifty split they have with Mathis. It's a good change of pace it is i, I
0: just I think Donaldson is. Because Mathis is, what, a junior? Or is he a sophomore? He might be a sophomore. He might
1: be a redshirt sophomore.
0: So, he's... And he's earned his time. He's very good. Yeah, He sat behind Letty for a minimum of two years. Mm-hmm. You know, max of two years, minimum of a year. Um, But, man. It's a two-headed horse yeah. behind there. And Donaldson is the real deal. That kid he runs hard, man, is going to put a lot of people, you know, on the ground when he runs and it's fantastic to watch. I hope he lights up Virginia tech for over a hundred yards again. And they do great.
1: Um, yeah, And I agree that this, this is going to be a true turning point of the season. If we win Virginia tech, I think play Texas. We play Texas, and that's possibly it's gonna be on prime time too. So yeah. Um
0: and they still won't have their quarterback. But they still have the best, probably the best running back in the country.
1: Yeah. So with that being said, time will tell, preparation will tell. Um if but I think you I think it's important he goes two and two here in order for them to make sure that. It'll lessen the heat on Neil Brown's hot seat because he keeps that Black Diamond trophy in-house and is just onward-forward to the rest of the Big 12 schedule. It's going to be tough, but, you know, I think I'm just going to take it week by week. We'll see. Be a patient West Virginia fan, as hard as it is to be one, and just literally (laughs) try not to freaking drive off a cliff while watching one of these games.
0: Nah. All right, so let's go on to the week two of the NFL. More craziness. The NFL season is back. Full swing. Freaking craziness.
1: Yes. So many
0: blowouts
1: this week. Uh, was- can we just talk about that the New York Giants and the New York Jets. Jets. And the and Lions. And the Yankees. And the Mets. All the New York teams. All won first on first time in years. All won on Sunday. The world is about to freeze over. And. The Giants, the Jets, the um, Jags,
0: and the Lions all won. It's the first time they'd all won on a Sunday since, like, 2011.
1: Bruh, that's crazy.
0: Like That is so crazy. Wow. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But um, at this point, I have to say that Indiana- Indianapolis is tanking. Um. And they're ruining my fantasy team because of it, because Jonathan Taylor's not touching the ball enough. Um,
1: oh no! Are they really trying to take? They dude, should.
0: they're two and zero, oh, and Matt Ryan has thrown like seven picks already this year. They're two and zero oh, or zero oh and two. Zero oh and two, rather.
1: No, Wait, I thought they tied a no, the
0: game. One, oh one and one. It's terrible. And Matt Ryan looks like crap. And then the Bengals look horrible. They said right now oh, if gosh. the projections it look, the way that it's going Joe Burrow could be sacked over 111 times. That is absolutely terrifying. That is horrible. You went and changed your offensive line and got better at your offensive line and your offensive line was is shit. Oh, Kevin broke his headphones.
1: Popped them out. Oh, there
0: we go. See My back.
1: headphones literally just like popped up out of nowhere after he, was like, he said Joe Burrow. Ah. I didn't want to talk about Joe Burrow anymore because he's just so Well, mad. yeah, because he got to get the damn ball of Jamar Chase. He's on my fantasy team. I know. He's on my killing me. I have Higgins on
0: one of my teams. I have Jamar Chase. But when those two get the ball, they great. great. Um, I have learned my lesson, though. Christian Kirk is now going to be a full-time starter on my fantasy team. Okay, good for after you. After putting up 44 points,
1: I believe, or 40-ish points in the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah, know what? I, you know what else I learned? Lamar Jackson really needs to get paid.
0: Uh, yes. But we also learned that the Ravens are like the other bird team down in Atlanta that just choke.
1: Yeah, they're so do the they're Browns.
0: Don't... Madness. Like, so that's the craziness. Kevin, we're gonna touch on this because we're talking about the NFL.
1: You owe me lunch. That yeah, sucks. <laughs> I'm already out. Of a damn – I was so confident after last week's game that, like, this should not be a problem, that they should have a a hard-fought win against your Patriots and we should still win. Nope. Just taking me right back to earth and just killing me with disappointment because – Making
0: sure you stay grounded, buddy. Making sure you stay grounded.
1: The only thing that's going to – I'm just trying to get out of that is that hopefully I can claim Nelson Aguilar. For my team, and I can have him, you know, get me some points because there's one of my teams. I am just, I, it's my starting lineup, and then I'm like lackluster everywhere else.
0: Yeah, that's how a lot of them are, especially if they're
1: deep. Yeah, I I have two leagues that I'm there. Fourteen teams. Oh, all yeah. mine are ten. Oh, you're lucky. That ten is like a golden number because you could just go to town. Yeah, I I went to town. I am projected to win all 3. Still. Yeah, this week. So I went 2 and 1 on my fantasy league last week. I went I, I and lost two and, then
0: 2 and 1 this week.
1: Look at you 2 and 1. Yeah. Got a little I bit won better. all 3 last week. The one I lost was uh my opponent. Listen to this. Oh god. They had hold on, let me just get the score on my thing. So the uh my opponent had Justin Herbert for twenty nine points, Mike Williams for twenty five, and Amron Saint Brown for like... thirty eight, <laughs> which doesn't seem bad. And what was worse was that they they I could have caught up if my team like put up numbers because they forgot to take Alvin Kamara out of their starting lineup, and they still beat me.
0: Because
1: Jamar Chase couldn't do anything. Uh, And all the rest of my teams were just lackluster, like 12 points. Uh, Cooper Cup did his job, 31. Mahomes on that Thursday. Yeah, he was good game, but just wasn't a great game. Very regular. I had Lamar
0: Jackson and I sat there and went, well, he just scored about a third to two thirds of my points today. Yeah, good.
1: Don't have to worry. Yeah, so that's that kind of sucked, but you know, it's the name of a game with fantasy. Sometimes you just face somebody a little bit a little bit better. Yep. Um what other oh, shout out to uh Andrews Bills. Oh my god, last night's game was ridiculous. They like that I have I actually have Stefan Diggs in one of my leagues, and the other team I was playing had Josh Allen. Josh Allen. And, boy, though you want to know what the, the, the score of this final game was? How close was that? No, no, it was not close. Oh, boy. 170.22, that was me, to 127.38. Wow. It was – shout out to Lam- – and it's honestly – it was literally Lamar Jackson, Stephon Diggs that scored all my points. So – Shout out to anybody that had those two on their fantasy team, especially if you had a both on their team. You were absolutely crushing it this week. All right.
0: Let's jump over to the NBA since that is starting up soon. Yes. The Suns. We all know about this. The owner of the Suns is suspended for a year and has to pay a $10 million fine to the NBA, which then goes to a charity, which most likely will go to women's rights charities. Because he's a misogynistic asshole. Also throw in that he's a racist. Been plenty of reports. If you don't like what I just said, don't need to listen. But he has come out. Then everyone else has come out and said, this is what's happened. This is the culture we have in the Suns. I don't know how this team. You know, goes to work. If that's what you have to deal with every day more power to them for doing that um the sons oh my gosh i can't remember what he is for them i i think it was like the senior vice president or something of the organization mm-hmm. wrote a letter to the nba and said if he's not gone we are get him out get him out of the nba there's no reason after his one-year suspension that he should be back in the nba hell no You need to send an actual message. So I know the NBA Players Association, as well as the NBA owners, are trying to figure out a way to get them out. So let's hope that happens. I'd like to see that occur because there's no need for that in the workplace, in the NBA, in the world. So
1: Yeah, we don't need any more Donald Sterlings out there. Um, It's just not worth it. And I hope they do get him out. Uh, I heard about some of the things that he said. Completely <laughs> unacceptable as a team owner. And I think a lot of the NBA owners are just saying, like, you are a representation of us. And we are not going to stand for any of the crap that you were doing over there. No. So, hopefully, that gets done. Knowing the NBA, they've always been the first ones to really – Take they a stand are, yeah. on these type of issues and no unlike other leagues where they just kind of maybe let it go and nobody talks about it. So if nobody talks about it anymore, we just try to forget about it. Are you talking um, about the NFL? When you say that. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I think uh I think it's a it, you know, I, I respect the NBA and, and I'm a big fan of Adam Silver for what he's done what he's done so far. Yeah. And I we know if if they make enough about an uproar about it, uh, which I know they will, then I I'm pretty sure we'll be hearing something soon.
0: Oh yeah, I bet people will start boycotting games and players will say I'm not doing it, I'm not going out there, whatever it is. So yeah, I'm glad they'll do that. Um, Kevin,
1: you got a great jersey on. I do. I you- needed just trying to get it ready. Why don't you tell the peeps and just show good juju for this uh thursday uh this is a steve Slayton jersey it is, says that it's a size large from back in the early 2000s so it still fits me perfect that's when
0: a large was like considered a technically triple X. now it's 2 3x yep
1: yep so this is still fits comfortably this is only the printed one i remember when i got this this was also on like highly discounted cuz i guess this is a different jersey one they that they originally had. So um for whatever reason I got this cheaper because my Pat White one was hella expensive. And I was like, We need to I need to go home with that because it's Pat White. So I wanted the blue jersey for Steve Slayton. Great jersey. Really nice. And I can,
0: I can tell why it's discounted. Why the stitching's different on your sleeves. Yeah. Probably. That's that that one you just showed is wider. The other one is narrower towards your chest.
1: Oh well, whatever.
0: Ah, who cares? It was still
1: it's a great jersey. Doesn't a matter. A great jersey. It's a throwback. When we were in, remember when we were walking the uh vintage stores when we were in Morgantown? Oh yeah. I saw the yellow. The jersey's one. like the yellow one, and like a three X for like twenty dollars. And I'm like, these are the good old days. And Leland still has one of his jerseys like this too. So. Um, but, yeah, that's the jersey today. Merit, shout out to the Toronto Blue Jays for your hat. I like that one a lot. Yeah, uh, I think it's the 30-year anniversary hat. So, this I got. That's got to be a super expensive hat because I know anything that has that huge-ass patch on it usually costs some good jokes. So, dough. back when I got it, was
0: like 2012, 2011, somewhere oh, around so there. you lucked out. So it was like 35 bucks. It's not yeah. like today where if like you go to hatclub.com and buy a hat, it's like 70 dollars. Like it's I don't crazy. want crazy. To... Dude, too much money. I love I love hats and all that, but like I'm not dropping that much money. I will go to Lids and I'll buy a hat there and it'll still be like thirty-two bucks. Yeah. They haven't I don't think Lids
1: has changed their prices in years. So I hope not. I Keep haven't it worn is yours, is that a fitted?
0: Yeah. I usually wear a fitted or like
1: a bad hat. Yeah, I haven't worn the fitted in a bit. I, I actually sold my fitted collection uh out. I don't know if I told you that or not. I sold most of it. I sold it to uh the YouTube that I usually Oh nice. Go. Yeah. It's all of my new era fitteds that are like all old got a little bit of cash for it, just so I could go see the store too. So that was just a little fun. Shout out to Top Shelf Kicks, they got great content out there on the YouTube. But uh, I still, my, my one fitted hat I still have, I think, is a Blue Jays hat because it has my, I'm not going to give anyone a hat that has my name on it. So
0: yeah, I don't have any hats that have my name or anything on it. I, I've only made, I've made one custom hat once. Everything else is just yeah whatever I
1: buy. Kevin, you got any new cards? I did. <gasps> Woo! So I was, so I was perusing
0: this Gold last interwebs.
1: week. I got a uh, I had I got a haircut because I wanted to get ready for the wedding I'm going to in about three weeks oh, in October. Me, I have to get a haircut because I go to a wedding next week. Beautiful. So get your haircut. Get that scheduled. Yeah, so I, I after my haircut, I needed to go get a new pair of pants for work at the stadium because I realized the pants that I currently have have a huge hole on the bottom. Oh. So. I mean, that's what I get for using the, the same damn pair of pants for, like, years and years and years. So I did got my pair of pants, and I was just perusing them all. Because so I'm like, I don't know when the next time I'm going to come here. I found this vintage uh, clothing spot that sold, like, old jerseys, old, like, vintage 90s tees. And they had a little box full of, like, training cards. So I bought a couple. So first off, we'll show you... From 2000 Tops Chrome, Scotty Pippen on the Ooh, Blazers. That's crazy. And, and I'm like, I got this first. This was only 5 bucks, So I was like, okay, check this one out. Mickey Mantle, uh, this is from 2006 Tops. Uh, This was supposed to be 1952 style. So if you see that there. Yep. Yeah. Oh and yeah, how like, different is yeah. And he's like playing basketball with a uh, like a. It, he didn't actually autograph this. It's just like a, like a, they call it a, a simile of his signature. So it's like his signature, but he didn't actually write it. But my favorite card of the bunch is this one. It is a 2019 Spanini Court Kings, 22 out of 49, mark. Jackson from the Pacers, and look what he wrote on the act. This is actually signed. It says, "God bless." That's it. sick. Did you were you able to see it in there? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. I let me just text it to you so you can feel the power. But this, I saw this, and I got it for a really decent price. Shout out to the uh, the place was called Primetime uh, in menlo park mall shout out to them for showing me this card and this was awesome and i also randomly went on a live sale for the normal place i usually get cards that's shout out dope, to santiago dude. sports check this one in the city this old school lebron oh jesus jersey this is from 2003 so this is like from his rookie year i was gonna say is... that's
0: 2003's rookie year right? so this
1: is this i should if i have a chance i should totally try and get this graded that would be awesome i think that's one of the next thing i'm going to try and do is get some graded and then let's see if i could find it i had one more uh it's another card to add to my kobe collection if i can Ooh. find it let me see if i can find it but yeah those are the only ones that i've gotten so far because as you know I have been traveling the world. By,
0: tra- by traveling the world, he means back and forth from Morgantown and West Virginia and
1: Pittsburgh. Yeah, literally. Uh, ah, this is another one. It is a 1996 97 Fleer Metal Kobe Ooh, rookie rookie jersey. That's dope. So, this is definitely a highlight. Really, really cool card. I think, like I think one of the next things I might do is like I might slow down on like the collecting unless I find something really cool, yep. And I think I want to start trying to grade some of these guys. Probably a good idea. So like that could <laughs> add a little bit more value to them. Um, and then eventually, maybe essentially, as you I, I look at this card case, maybe I get rid of them to reinvest for new cards. So, see what happens. Um I might maybe go to that place that I got these a primetime place to see if they wanted to see if they want to purchase some of the ones I have. Um but yeah, that's all I got for card wise this week. Nice dude. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So you sent this, I think either I sent this to you or you sent it to me on Instagram. and It's about the NBA. So the NBA and the NBA Players Association, the collective bargaining agreement, I think ends in a couple of years, mm-hmm. but they have to have, they start having the conversations now so that hopefully when they get to the new CBA players sign off on it, owners sign off on it and there's no lockout. Like we had okay. what 10 tennis or so years ago, with the NBA yeah. lockout. Um, Three big things that came out of this. Lowering the age limit from 19 to 18. So this reopens allowing high school players to declare themselves eligible for the NBA draft. I've never been a fan of coming straight out of high school. You have some great examples of great players like LeBron, Kobe, Garnett. Came straight out of high school. Um, I think Jermaine O'Neal was as well straight out of high school Jermaine O'Neal was...
1: His was originally thought to be a bust, but it took a lot of time for him to get, like... It took his trade to Indiana for him to really get going. Yeah.
0: But, like, you have to realize, a lot of these kids are not up to that physicality level of what the NBA brings upon them. So, I always like the designate the one year to college or to a developmental league if they go to the G league they go overseas whatever it is give them one year to grow
1: i agree i think um, that's the biggest thing yeah i agree like i was i was a bigger fan of the at least one year because one it made college basketball a little bit more interesting with the one and duns now with the whole deal of being able to go to the G League instead of going to, like, Europe or something like Brandon Jennings did, you know, you can really, you know, it it was nice to see college basketball get a little bit more competitive. And I also appreciate those that, like, knew that college wasn't for them, that they went and go played pro. Yep. Brandon Jennings, he played pro in Spain lamello ball as recently as him playing in lithuania
0: you You had what green from the rockets he played down in the g league his first year played in
1: the g league make a little bit of money uh because we don't know what these kids situations are like because if i think back well his quote
0: was i go to college for a year for free but my parents still have to work their butts off he's like i got paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars to play basketball i'll take that
1: yeah um Shout out to Jalen Green, Filipino out here. I got to get his jersey at some point. Um, But, like, I look back, like, during that high school era. So, you have the extraneous ones of LeBron, Kobe, KG, Jermaine O'Neal had to develop. Then you have guys that, like, they really had to work to truly develop into an NBA player. Someone like an Al Jefferson. Uh, Someone like... Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum. Kawhi Uh, Kwame Brown. That was, well, that's a bad example. Um, well, what about and Kendrick Perkins? Kendrick Perkins came straight out of high school. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did. So, how do you not per- know that? I've, it's been a while since I. He's a Celtic. Yeah.
0: All I remember is Al Jefferson came out of high school. I totally spaced that Kendrick Perkins came out of high school.
1: Yeah. So, those, you have the- those guys, but then you get you hear more about like the James Langs. The Kwame Browns, the, I would put him in this, the Eddie Currys. They didn't really pan out. Tyson Chandler, a success story, but he had to really work at it. You know, it took him some time to really grow into his role, made a lot of money, and, you know, now he's able to be retired and live comfortably. But, you know, I'm happy. I really enjoyed the one-year deal. I know college is took advantage of like, we knew that this guy's only going to be here for one year. Shout out to Calipari for changing the game with that. Yep. But they needed one more year to just play against better competition than against the kid next door where they're just dunking on like at their local
0: yeah. league. And I hope, I hope there's some type of stipulation that they put in. Like this is something that they're it's a, a potential that could come up that they yeah. could agree upon.
1: Because I month. understand why they do it, you know. It's America for your country. Why do you have to make me stay for like a year before I can actually join your league? It's not fair. We we'll not do that at another job, but so somewhere else. At play the it. same time, it's more of a benefit to them because they'll be more ready. But, but he's their own. I'm not good at basketball, apparently. You know, I. That's why I'm on this podcast and. And spread in knowledge because you know that's that's just what it is. But we just dropped
0: truth bombs all over the place. Um, exactly. The next one I think is phenomenal. A new mental health designation for the IR. I think that's phenomenal. That is a big step in the right direction. After you know Kevin Love coming out talking about his, um, DeRozan talking about his mental health issues. All these players are now finally coming up and saying, hey, I've dealt with this. And I haven't been able to take that time to truly work on it unless I te- I step away from the game. like, I don't need to step completely away, but I need a couple of days. I think that's phenomenal. I, yeah, Hats off to the NBA for that being leaked and saying, hey, this is a potential that we're going to look into.
1: Yeah, I, I like that. I just hope it doesn't turn into like, you know how the media plays it. They'd be like, Oh, he needs a mental health day. Is that why he's missing out against the biggest rivalry game? I mean, I just worry about the players in that instance because the media can say some things to eat them up for no reason. Yeah. Um, but I like the fact that they're they're caring about their players' mental health. You know, the life of a professional athlete is hard. And the NBA is trying to look into that and help them out with that. So I, I respect that.
0: And then the next one was, oh, shoot, my screen went back. Uh, more punitive luxury tax penalties. So this would go towards the owners and such, basically them having to pay more out of pocket for bigger teams, uh, for better teams. I, hey, I'm right, with that. Absolutely, you should. And like what I love right now is, With Grossmick, uh, the owner of the Celtics, he's like, my roster right now is $200 bucks for this year. He goes, I've already told Brad, I don't care. Go bring in whoever you want. I'm like, yes, go sign me um, Carmelo Anthony to come off the bench and just shoot some threes for us. And go get me either LaMarcus Aldridge or Dwight Howard, because – Rob Williams is out right now because he just had arthroscopic knee surgery. He's out. He might
1: have a better chance with Aldridge because, hey, who knows? Dwight might just gonna want to go and be a professional wrestler. that hey, would be all about honestly.
0: Good for him. We just need a big another big body, so we'll see what they do. Um, just happened today, so plenty of time. I would like to see Mellow. I think that would be pretty cool to see him in the Celtics jersey, even it's like him just going in and shooting threes all we need to do it.
1: or why don't you just take back joe johnson um i think joe johnson actually is just gonna chill in the
0: uh big three i don't think he's gonna come back and do the whole nba type deal all right i was very mad though i did i loved that he was back on the celtics for like that 10-day contract i really did think they were gonna sign him that was Um, super cool i love that that was awesome but is what it is. I love Joe Johnson. I think he's a phenomenal player. Hopefully, right. he continues to do great things. Um, now, let's get into the fun part. I know we've been rambling for about an hour, guys, so we do apologize. We'll try to
1: go quick here. Um, They'll deal with it. I mean, how many times have we done this? So Oh, uh, we just do it every episode. It.
0: Every yeah. episode.
1: Let's just make these an hour. No, they're an hour and a half, hour and
0: 20 minutes. Whatever. They're just going to be an hour and a half. That's what it is. <laughs> um, so, Kevin and I were going back and forth on Instagram, and these two things came up from Playmaker, which is a sports Instagram page that we both follow. And the first I'm not going to lie to
1: you. I just followed it today because- I love it. They put out some good stuff. You actually are
0: missing some. I know. I only put in like some of the bigger ones that I thought
1: we would, that were interesting. You just forgot- the well one of them is the stupidest names. Yeah, the first one. It should just be just call it something different. Like not Mickey James. That's stupid. Snake Charmer pretty cool. Yeah. But the one that you're about to get into right now is pretty awesome. I
0: thought the ones the first four were the good ones and I the last one I thought would be a fun one to watch once he's done. Once he's officially retired, I think that would be a really cool documentary to see the development from there. Um, But so they posted this out there saying the Netflix documentaries we need to see ASAP. And these are all sports documentaries, people. We're a sports podcast. Got to assume that. Um, The Rose That Never Blossomed. So this goes into talking about Derek Rose and. Essentially, diving into his injuries, his off the court issues, all these things that could have derailed his career. Granted, the man has had a phenomenal career. If he doesn't tear that ACL. What kind of player are we seeing out on
1: that court? Yeah. Yeah. uh the rose that never blossoms. I think if depending on how the rest of his career pans out, that. Title could change, cause I would say right now, as he's playing for my New York Knicks, is he still and, there? Yeah, he's still there <laughs> as a reserve. He probably as a reserve guard off the bench. I think right now he's currently blossoming, but like honestly, we all know if you guys know Derek Rose when he came out of out of college from Memphis, Memphis yeah. and how powerful he was, if he just didn't tear that ACL. Man, think about this. The Bulls probably have three to four championships right now.
0: I would say yeah, minimum they have two.
1: Yeah, because they could because if because then you would have. I think during that same year they were got like Ben Wallace from Detroit and they like had, they had Ben
0: Wallace, they had Luol Dang. and this was a Joe healthy, Noah, good Luol Dang. They had yeah. Joe Kim Noah. They had um. Kirk Heinrich coming off the bench. Yep. Um did they have Tyson Chandler
1: back then too? No, they didn't have Tyson. I feel like why do I feel like he was on the Bulls at one point? I feel like he, he was, was, but he started his career with the Bulls. Oh, okay. Because it was um, him and Eddie Curry on the same team. Yeah, but who was who was the other guy that was out there with them? I don't I remember. Don't remember. We'll, well like, figure it out. But... That team was phenomenal. Oh, ben Gordon was there. Oh yeah. So Mr. British himself. Ben Gordon British? Was he British? Yeah. Oh well, I loved him at UConn. So yeah. he was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a hell of a documentary that would be super interesting when they probably would make that whenever he is officially done. Yeah. Retired. The Mamba mentality.
0: I wish this was already been out. I wish.
1: I feel like they've done some things like this on them before. They definitely have, but this has been like a great one to do if he was still here. I agree. He would have to still be I just feel like he would have to still be alive. As much as it kills me. Rest like, in peace. I would a hundred percent watch it if they did like a documentary on something like on his after career, but that mm. would be a tough one to make without him here and having just people tell a story instead of him
0: you'd have people tell the story and then you'd have like old interview clips yeah which I, they make they would definitely make work they make it work with all these other documentaries that do it but yeah i think for an avid nba or basketball fan watching it i bet there'd be a lot of us like sitting there going wow this is amazing but wow this sucks this would be so much cool if he was still here um mm-hmm. this one Which I have heard is confirmed and is actually being created. The sinners and the saint. If you guys don't know what that means, Kevin, you can tell it.
1: Uh, So the sinners and the saints. Saints. That. Sinners. I did say saint, didn't I? You said saints. Whatever. Sinners (laughs) and the saints. Saints and the sinner. The sinner and the saints. Whatever. But this is dealing with the. 2008 Florida Gators team that consisted of Tim Tebow as their quarterback and Aaron Hernandez as their starting tight end and Pouncey uh, and both Pouncey brothers. I think these, and did they have Percy Harvin on that team too? Yes, they also said and that was Cam Newton as well um, when he before he left. Yep, but
0: well, they said on that team out of like the sixty. Something players on the team um, I think like forty of them were arrested.
1: Wow, yeah that so that's really funny because I remember when you just sent me that, this was the first one that I thought would be extremely interesting to see
0: apparently they are they have been interviewing Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer and other players all and like people from around the um Florida Gators back then like all summer.
1: Hell, I would be a 100% curious to just see like what was this dynamic lens. Oh my god. We all know about the way Aaron Hernandez like was and turned out to be this crazy person and we, we don't need to speak about what he did for those that know sports know about Aaron Hernandez but my god I if you're i hope you're right on that that they they're making this merit cuz i would 100% watch this and then we should totally have a review. Oh my god,
0: i would be amazing. Um I was going to say something that i forgot. But the next one, chasing greatness. This one, this title could go either way on on it cuz there's a lot of people that you could say, "Hey, we're chasing the greatness," blah blah blah. You could be talking about Tiger Woods chasing you know, Jack, you know, all these other things. Um, Frederick Nadal, like like all these different types of accolades there. This one is about Kobe Bryant and LeBron James chasing the GOAT and Michael Jordan.
1: Out of all the ones when you first initially sent me this list, I'll be honest, this is the one that I was least intrigued by.
0: Yeah. I just, I thought it'd be interesting because it's two different aspects of the NBA journey of both coming out of high school, both highly touted. But like, let's be honest, one was a lethal killing machine.
1: And they both came into the league at different points in their game. Like Jordan, he came when he was, he got through a couple of years in college. Yeah, he graduated, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And did he did a championship. He got a championship, Oh, yeah. He, right? he beat, he beat uh, Ewing. Yeah. So beat Georgetown. you have that. And then LeBron and Kobe, their stories coming out of high school. Kobe's a shooting guard. LeBron's, you know, a small forward.
0: And LeBron, LeBron is a still physically playing. gifted
1: human being. Yeah. LeBron is a completely different monster when he came out. I just, maybe this would be a cool name for like a series on things yeah. like you just mentioned of all those other. Uh, chasing like, Greatness. It's like the Untold ones where they it's just
0: one episode is on this guy, like the Manti M- Untold.
1: Speaking of, before you keep going, Untold, please, for those that are sports fans, you need to watch all those series of Untold. They are phenomenal. Merit just mentioned the Manti Teo one. That is a two-parter. Um, for me, the one that hit me is the rise and fall of N one basketball. That was good. As anybody who grew up watching Streetball, when in the early two thousands, you'd love. Um, am I there, There's another one that I'm missing. Oh, they were the ones that also made the documentary on the Malice in the Palace. Yep, they did Malice in the Palace. They also did the first time that they did illegal
0: sports betting on yes. college and fixing it. And they did Donnelly.
1: Yeah, Tim Tim Donahue. That one is incredible, oh, too. I Still love a piece of shit, oh, but
0: I think he's a piece of shit. But rest in peace to David Stern, that man was a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. He had to do what he had to do. I love that like, Tim was like, We had it all ready to go, and then the FBI agent decides to tell the NBA, Here's what we're doing. And it's like, Why? You don't need to tell them anything. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, how it would have been crazy to see if you go back in time and the FBI agent doesn't say a word. And Donahue goes in and does this thing. How many refs and how much this the NBA just falls apart. I bet I bet you see a lot of heads rolling. Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> Um, the last one, which I thought like Kevin and I both mentioned, it'd be kind of cool to see after he retires is the chosen one. God, if you don't know who this is, you've been living on a rock for basically the past 15 years. He's been in our face for that long. LeBron James is quoted as the chosen one. It's tattooed on his back. <laughs> Very big. <laughs> um, but it would be a cool thing to watch to see how he goes from this kid in Akron, what he did to get there. I think it'd be really cool to have the his buddies in it too, like Rich Paul and the guys he grew up with, and how they all literally have stayed together throughout his career. So I think that'd be cool. I, but it's something you don't I don't want to see until he's retired. You
1: know, until he's officially done. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: that'll love it. I think it'll be it'll be an awesome documentary as well. It just that's gonna be. I feel like for LeBron, it would be very similar to what like ESPN did for like Derek Jeter, and or the Last Dance. Yeah, so that's the one thing
0: I thought it was like the Last Dance.
1: It's gonna be like a ten parter, like a special event every weekend. Which kudos to ESPN for doing that during COVID because that was. <gasps> so perfect that was I so was, clutch every sunday yes that i that's what i looked forward to every sunday was to watch those episodes i Shout loved it them. i
0: live my wife would go to bed and i'd be like All right, i'm staying up she goes, what are you watching like the last dance she goes what like it's about michael jordan don't worry about it she's like okay i'm going to go to bed now
1: <laughs> she had no
0: interest in it oh my um, gosh and then this one, the next part we'll talk about is a would you rather section that Playmaker came out with. Um
1: real somebody, quick, you didn't I, I do want to touch on one documentary that I personally ooh, would have enjoyed. Yes, go ahead. On this one my apologies, sir. I would have loved to hear the review on Mayweather versus Pacquiao. I thought uh, of
0: that one too, but I wasn't
1: sure. I mean, for me, I'm a Filipino. Pacquiao is the man. So to hear the rumblings on why the hell they didn't just fight in their damn prime. And then when they gave us their match, how it was just a washed up version of both of them, even though Mayweather won the hell with you Mayweather. But um, I think it would, I would love to see that documentary, how it unfolded, what it took to, for them to crunch the numbers on how much each of them would get paid was it a fixed fight? Did they want to Swin? Did like what was the whole thing for in the order for them to take the fight? What took so long? So for me personally, I that would be another one that I would be interested in seeing. You
0: no, know, it'd be a good one too. A cool one
1: is McGregor versus um Mayweather and how that came out. Oh up. yeah. Maybe they should just do like a series on Mayweather and all those weird ass fights. Him Maybe it's and Jake Paul. Yeah. Yeah, That would be cool. Um, that would be interesting.
0: I would watch that. Granted, yes. I w- watch basically any sports documentary that's already been created. Yes. So that's fine. Um, now these questions. We could probably end up going
1: f- fast on these.
0: Yeah, these are fun. Um, these are would you rather
1: conversation
0: discussions that Playmaker on Instagram posted. Um, actually, I'm like, pretty sure the same exact day. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and So we'll start it off with a good one. You have have dinner with LeBron and Jordan, or get paid five hundred thousand dollars. Ooh, wow! I know what I would do. I know what you would do. I think it's the opposite of what you think I would do.
1: I'm well. I know for me, I just feel like. $500,000 Five hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money to to take. I would take five hundred thousand dollars. Same here. A hundred percent. Like as much as I'd love to eat dinner with LeBron and <laughs> Jordan, I feel like five hundred thousand dollars I pays off all of the rest of my student loans. I can give some money to my parents and my sister take care of anybody else that I need to take care of and still have some money left for me and I can maybe invest that money to so I could still have dinner and with LeBron and Jordan. Yeah. The fact that in my opinion, the fact that they only valued that dinner to be only five hundred thousand dollars also is also mind boggling to me. I, I
0: literally saw that and I was like, I take the five hundred k because pay off debt. Pay off my wife's student loans, put money away, and then put more money towards our house renovations or doing other things that we want to do. Mm-hmm. And have money sitting in an account that just creates money on its own. There it is. That's all I would have to worry about. Never have to touch it, never see it. Love Perfect. It. All wow. right. That was easy. So if anyone wants to give Kevin and I $500,000
1: for all years. Yeah, we would use that to make a Montropolis like how Pat McAfee has for his <sighs> podcast. and We yeah. can do that same thing, and we'll in- use it as a place to invite guests and have them be very comfortable and everything.
0: Yeah, FanDuel. Hi. Let's go. W- w- or Barstool. Yeah, we're, we're here. Um,
1: we're just yes. literally two
0: idiots talking about sports. <laughs> Let Mike Tyson punch you in the face, or Livvy Dunn Kick you in the face. Now, if you don't know who Libby Dunn is. She's an Instagram model slash gymnast LS-
1: for LSU
0: gymnast. So, um, I feel like I'd rather get kicked in the face by her than get punched by Mike Tyson.
1: No, yeah. I would 100% do the same because I feel like they're both equally going to get hard. At least I can just say I got kicked in the face by oh, somebody really, really pretty instead of just being like, Shit Mike Tyson just knocked me out.
0: yeah, you could be the guy on the plane with Mike Tyson that just kept irritating him, and he, <laughs> Mike yeah. just took, gets over the seat and punches him in the face.
1: Yeah, no, that was
0: easy. No, thank you. that I, that would hurt. Honestly. Right. Here we go. Oh boy. here's never play two k again or listen to Stephen A. Smith rant. Stephen A. Smith's rant for forty eight hours straight.
1: Very easy. For me, I would listen to Stephen A. Smith rant for forty-eight hours straight because at least there is a timeline of an ending. Whereas, I could never ever play NBA 2K ever again. And in 2K, shout out to my guy Ronald. Him and I have had 2K battles for years, uh, and that would be very upsetting that I couldn't do that with him. So, for me, Stephen A. can rant for forty-eight hours straight in my ear. And then once that 48 hours is good, I'm still alive. Hopefully. But (laughs) you know that's a big hopefully again. I would keep that. I would keep that at least because at least there's an end point in that. Whereas it would be a never ending thing for not playing 2K. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't play
0: video games enough, so I don't really care about for 2K. So it's like someone's like, Oh, you can't play 2K again. I'm like, oh, okay. I, that doesn't bother me um i don't know if i could listen to Stephen a smith rant for 48 hours straight though i honestly might like rip my ears off or, or something <laughs> and that'd just be like too much so much yelling so much oh yelling goes gosh. on by that man all right what do we got next try to tackle derrick henry which the bills showed last night seemed pretty easy mm-hmm. um or take a Ronaldo free kick to the face? <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> you first, sir.
0: I tried tackle Derrick Henry.
1: Yeah, I, 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 would don't know try, I, I would try that because I think what would hurt the most. So, like, think about it this way. Derek I mean, you're going to have pads on. You're going to have the pads. Yeah. So. I mean, Derrick Henry just going to simply take his arm. And just simply shove you to the ground. Whereas Ronaldo is kicking an object into your face, in which
0: 18 yards out.
1: Yeah, that would go like 20 miles an hour. And let's be real, much more. Well, whatever, however many goddamn hours it it would be per hour. I cannot afford for this face to be beaten up any worse. It's already like ruined enough because of old age. I can't have any more ammunition for women to not date me. So I will take Derek Henry throwing me a hundred feet while I try to tackle him. Then a free kick to the face.
0: I honestly would try to tackle him by just like curling up in a ball and letting him run near me and then kicking my leg out and
1: having him fall. No, because I think he would honestly just run through you and then step on you. That's probably true. He'd probably break my leg. He would, you would die. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: I would still take trying to tackle him over a free kick to the face. This next one is silly. T- I think it's hysterical because he is hysterical on social media. Have Joel Embiid on the court or Joel Embiid on social media? Pretty easy. I'd rather have him on the court because he's one of the best, if not the best center in the NBA right now.
1: Yeah, I would have him on the court. He do- That's his job. He does what he does does it very well and he trusts the process. Shout out to those Sixers fans out there. They're still trusting that process 5 years, mm-hmm. 6 years later. All right, this next one. I mean, I think I already know what we're both probably going to choose here.
0: What are you what are you doing with? I think you're going with Tiger.
1: Of course. Hell yeah, why would I not want to golf with Tiger? That's If just this dope.
0: was um oh my god, the Mercedes driver, Lewis. Mhm. I, Lewis Hamilton, I would go with in the race car. Okay. With Lewis Hamilton, because I think he's phenomenal. But because it's Max Verstamp and I don't like him, I will okay. go with Tiger Woods. Because at least it'd be kind of cool to walk around the greens with him for 18 holes, okay. just chopping it up and, and dropping the question of how did you do it? Okay. <laughs> How did
1: you do this? How did you have like 72 women? He just has that question. Oh, wait. I told, it's totally just spaced out because I got a, a random message that I had a fantasy draft going on and I'm like, what fantasy draft am I supposed to be doing right now? Oh, God, that's weird. Yeah. though um, so
0: I would ask him like, so you got caught. How did you do it before getting caught? <laughs> like, how did you go about creating this life of Tiger Woods in reality, and then
1: Tiger Woods behind the scenes. Like, this is ridiculously crazy. Hey, whatever he had to do, he had to do. So I let that be handled. I feel like it would be a good conversation, like an interesting conversation, but also. Probably probably would, unfortunately, stop golfing, because somebody would hear that, and then they would get mad, and you would get thrown out. Probably. I love it. Is it worth it? Probably. Um, um, what do we have? The next one? The last one.
0: Be a star on a bad team. Case in point, Bradley Beal. Or an average player on an elite team. Let's just say Grant Williams. Or Jay Crowder. Or Jay Crowder, like in the picture. Yeah. Apparently, the Suns are trying to trade him. Never yeah.
1: Why? Good for them. Why don't I don't know.
0: It? That's just dumb.
1: I would choose to be average on a good championship team if I'm winning some rings, why would i I'm cool with just averaging yeah. twelve points a game you know 20 minutes a game I'm with that i don't I would rather get the rings and get the wins than just score forty and lose
0: yeah, and still get paid a load of money for winning championships, so it's like yeah, I'll take that over being the best player on a very bad
1: team for sure Well, that's that's it, that's all I had that is the episode y'all, episode that's... 50 in the books, a very loaded topic <sighs> uh, set of content which is good, you know, we're trying to come up with some different content for you guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed that that was good, Merritt, I thought it was a good one Um, next week guys
0: we are going to be taking a look back because that's episode 51 and the following week is
1: a year one year guys so hopefully we'll I think
0: for that one is potentially have some guests on and just kind of shoot the crap with them shoot the shit have some good mm-hmm. conversations, but we'll see. We'll figure it out. We still got a couple of weeks till till then. So start reaching out to people.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's we've had plenty of guests on here, so who would love to stop in for a little bit? And yeah, we'll 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 work it out. Next week we're gonna do a a look back, top ten, uh top ten. Moments on the podcast. Merritt already has his five, and I saw some of them, and there's some good moments. I hope I can figure out and top them with another five. Oh, but, you definitely uh, will. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So, shall I uh, outro us out?
0: Let's let's get out of here so we can both go to bed because we're old.
1: Yeah, it is almost nine o'clock, and we've been recording for a long time, and people are probably sick of hearing us. So, probably. here we go. Outro time. Thank you guys for listening. Episode 50 out here. Um, shout out to my guy, Vin Kennedy. He runs the Keep Going podcast that he has on YouTube. And he sent me this clip of like people doing their podcasts. He it said, normally people who do podcasts normally don't make it past episode three. Normally, uh, if, you're, if you keep going, most of the episodes will stop at episode nine and most really good podcasts stop at episode 20 so the fact that we're at 50 i hope that means something so as he says we're gonna go ahead and win the day take you out so if you want to go ahead and listen to us listen to us on all streaming platforms we are on spotify we're on apple Podcasts. we're on google play we are even on Pandora so feel free to uh, stream us on a station hopefully there's a station named after us feel free there then if you want to go ahead and leave a review for us there that'd be amazing if you're watching us here please feel free to give us a comment I don't think we've had any comments yet on our YouTube the manly musings podcast follow me when I post some fun stuff on the Instagram at the manly musings pod Instagram uh, page. You can follow Merritt at his page at at Merritt underscore P. Follow me at KCueva624. And happy episode 50. Thank you to those that continue to listen to us. We're just two guys living the dream and doing something that we love, and that's talking about sports. So thanks for listening to us, hearing us, and we will see you guys soon. Take care, y'all.